Welcome to Black and Bougie. This is Leandra. And this is Sasha. And we're going to be your host today for the Black and Bougie's first ever episode. Gang, 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 gang. E. Um, stand by for intro music. Not the bang. The bang. Not the bang. Thank you for standing by for the intro music. <laughs> Cute. All right. So, Sasha, how are you today? You know, I am living the dream, Leandra. How are you? I might. Uh, my back hurts a little bit. I woke up my back hurt in. The struggle of becoming an adult and getting older. But we would like to start this podcast with a random question. Because, you know, my behind me liking to start trouble with people. And this question actually came up a lot recently. And I wanted to know, Alondra. Yeah. If given the opportunity. Uh-huh. Would you cheat on your significant other or rather if your significant other said hey Leandra you know I'm gonna give you a hall pass today you can do whatever you want would you take it well first of all I would like to specify that cheating in a hall pass meaning like you have an open relationship for that time being is two different things Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so for me, to me, and I feel like to everybody, cheating is when you don't know the other person is having sexual, emotional, um, or just physical, other physical relations with a person. And then the whole past is more of like, an, this is an open relationship for the day. I'm giving permission where your significant other knows that you're going to be having sexual, emotional, or any other physical relations with someone else, specifically, specifically that one person. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I would never cheat. I am too loyal for that. Um, That's right. Because I, I just, I don't know. I just give that loyalty. So I, and I, and I expect it back. I'm all about honesty. Even if something did happen, even if it wasn't my fault, even if it wasn't my fault, I would be inclined to tell that person. Um, I was raised to always tell the truth. So I am on a horrible liar, <laughs> like disgustingly horrible. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> Um, but would I do a hall pass? Yes, because I have a celebrity crush. Michael B. Jordan, if I get a hall pass, when I have a man, you know what's up. <laughs> the look on my face of pure shock. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> the fact that you're just like, I'm loyal, but now that I got a hall pass. <laughs> I'm loyal to my man. Not that I have a man, but when I get one, I'm loyal. But before I have a man, and when I get the hall pass, Michael B. Jordan was good. Um, duh. But no, you brought up a good point. I did describe the question really weirdly. So yes, cheating and a hall pass are two completely different things. And likewise, I'm too old for the foolishness. If y'all don't know this, I'm 28 years old. I don't got time to be cheating. That is some young people shit. And, you know... If you ever want to cheat, 
might as well break up the relationship to make life so much easier for both parties. Exactly. Anywho, a hall pass. I don't think I would do it. What? No. No, you know me. You would not. You don't know have one person, celebrity, supermodel, an author, because you love your books. So an author <laughs> that you're like, ooh, I'm going to take them to bed. I want to like let them take me out to dinner or something, whatever you do. Oh, yeah, I'm about to say, because, you know, I would never be like, I want to take them to bed. I'd be like, ooh, yeah, let's go to bed. We tired. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> but no, seriously, nobody. At first, it would have been John Legend, but you know, I'm I'm noticing I like loyal men, so it's like, yo, you loyal. That's why I like you. So I can't, you can't, I can't be their whole pass. You can't be my whole pass because you loyal. You got a whole wife. You got kids. You cute, and you loyal. So I would think that I would need to be loyal too. Like catch me back in a day. Like with Will Smith before the whole entanglement happened, and you know he, him and Jada is going through it. I would have been like, ah, Will Smith, yes, you can take me out. To Honestly, dinner. I still think you can, you can get that. I still think you can get and that. I still think you could be like, listen, she had her entanglement. You could have yours. What's up? I mean, he's smart though. He's gonna be like, I need you to sign this affidavit to make sure you ain't telling nobody my business. Right. He's like, don't do me like August did Jada. Right. But at the same time. Let's start this. Yes. But, yeah, no, I I don't think I would do a hall pass. I've been thinking about it. I'm like, nah. Nah, I'm chilling. Well, speaking of pure fantasy, let's talk about our dream success lives. Because, you know, despite everything that's happening... Despite the fact that we're home safe, we did not get the plague. Thank goodness. The Rona. We are young, broke, and struggling. Even more so because of the new economy. So what is your ideal? What is your, first of all, what's your dream job? First off, I'm going to point this out there. I'm offended. She described us as young, broke, and struggling. I am young. I am broke. I'm not struggling. I think I'm pretty well off in certain circumstances. I'm always struggling. Ooh, damn sis, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so your dream job, Sasha. So if uh, you guys do not know this, my one of my biggest passions is publishing. So being in the publishing industry, I do want to work in either marketing or publicity in hopes that I promote books from diverse authors to individuals from diverse backgrounds. So that is my dream job. I need to <laughs> get with it because, you know, times is, times is hard. Not struggle hard, but it would be nice to have a job. What about you, Landra? What is your dream job? Um, my dream job, so I would like to become a makeup artist. Um, but my actual dream career is business owner. Um, I would have my own cosmetics company, like not mm-hmm. my own cosmetics line, my own cosmetics company, like Estee Lauder has like all those mini companies under them and, you know, stuff like that, um, where 
I just want to generate business. I, I want massive income. I want to be rich. That is my, that is my. It's not a dream sounds, career. It sounds like I just want to be rich. so bad when I tell people, like I'm really passionate about the cosmetics industry and makeup and fashion and stuff like that. And hopefully I can branch out into like my own fashion line and stuff like that. But I'm really passionate about having money. It sounds so bad. <laughs> no, I mean, it's awesome. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It'd have been a little worse if you're like, I'm passionate about having money. I'm going to need a sugar daddy to give me this money. No, you're just like, I'm passionate about having money here is how I'm going to make said money. Ain't nothing wrong with that, sis. Ain't nothing wrong. Listen, I still haven't given up on the sugar daddy dream. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that either. I still have not given up on that sugar daddy dream because at the end of the day, somebody got paid for the schooling. Yeah, you know. What was that lyric from WAP? He pays my tuition just to see this. Uh-uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, my favorite lyric is, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how to got this ring. Hey. Like, yes, Cardi. I don't do none of that either. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so parring with your dream job, what does your bank account look like with your dream job? Oh yeah. No, I'm still going to be poor. Oh my God. I feel that everyone's thinking that, you know, I'm, I guess, let me say it this way. I'm the quintessential millennial that has found her passion and wants to pursue her passion, but my passion does not pay well. So I'm going to forever just be like, you know, until I become a manager or a director or something, you know, that's going to happen, sis. We're going to put that into the atmosphere, throw it out there. Sasha, Dr. Sasha with my extra PhDs, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, no, potion, you don't get paid well. So my bank account going to look kind of sad. It's going to be like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of empty in here. See, here's the thing. I... Even if I feel, I feel like even if I start, you know, lower, like where I just have a cosmetics line, I want to own property. I want to like best in other companies. So like my money is making money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to get into like, I don't want to get to like stock market. Um, I don't feel like I'm smart enough for that. I disagree. Or have the time. Okay, the time. I'm not going to lie. Time is different. Smart, yes, you're smart enough for stock market. Anyone can do the stock market. You can um, stop letting the white people no, take over no, these things. No, it's not even that though. It's not even that though. You know what it is? What is it's it? because you have to be able to predict what company is, you know, good or not. What company, you know, what's a good time for you know companies to go up and what's a bad time so they go down. You have to watch the economy, blah, blah, blah. And it's, that's just stuff that, like, numbers in that sense have never made sense to me. Oh, girl, let's go. We're going to take a stock class. Oh, my God. I'm no, dead serious. No. Oh my God. <laughs> Next podcast episode, Sasha and Landers learn about the stock market and they will teach you. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I have another question for you. Yes, ma'am. You said that, you know, one day, Lord permits, you're, you're making buku money. Do you want your lifestyle to reflect that? 
because I think that when people say they want money, I feel like they, they want the lifestyle. They want the lifestyle of being rich. They want the lifestyle of being upper middle class where they could just show off and be like, look at me. I've got my new Prada purse and my, you know, Louis Vuitton shoes. Mm. Like, and they get to like get this lavish house. And like, there's literally a YouTuber who just bought a $10 million house. Now he's been canceled on YouTube <laughs> because of his activities before the house but you know he's living that he's basically living that life of like you wish you had this type of thing with a jake paul do you want that no oh man a lot of people are getting canceled on youtube these days so don't matter um (laughs) yes and no so with me okay uh if for people who are listening who don't know how i currently am I'm very practical. I do not mind spending money on nice things that are practical and that will last a long time. I know myself. I know that I am, I do like electronics. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I need this. And when I really don't, I, I don't need this. But I also am very wise with my money. I am very much a saver. I keep uh, my savings account stocked at all times is very rare that I have no money in it just in case I need to start doing a emergency bank account for emergency funds in case anything happens but I do believe in the future as long as the items are practical yeah once in bloom I like to splurge I also don't splurge on like like stuff like bags and shoes It'll mostly be like, oh, I need a new computer. Like, oh, look at these wireless headphones. <laughs> like, oh, is that a new book over there? Oh, look at that book. I have to buy it. Oh, is that a fancy bookshelf? That's what I would splurge my money on. But other than that, you know what I can that? see? I can see you living in like this regular, regular house. Mm-hmm. But then like you built this separate section where it's like the most extravagant lo- mini library in the world. That is my dream. And it's like, this library is worth $2 million. People look at you like, what? That is my dream. I kid you not. Recently, one of my friends, he came over and he was just like, oh, you don't have that many books. And I said, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Do you not know me? He turned around and saw <laughs> my first and second bookshelf. And he was just like, oh, I take that back. I was like, oh, yeah. Look at the other two down there. He's like, oh, you got two more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right. You got a lot of books. I'm like, yes, that's right. Put respect on my name. Thank you very much. But no, mm-hmm. I want, here's the thing. I'm the type of person that I want instances where I turn out. I want instances where my money talks. My money's long. That's, it is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> but I might, but I want to be the type of person that can live in, a, in those terms beneath their means not right now because beneath my means is poverty I'm already poor but when I'm rich um <laughs> I you know I want to be able to live in like a upper middle class house not necessarily like a rich house but like you know a house that's nice I want to live in a fairy tale house mm-hmm. it, it sounds stupid it doesn't never say but, <laughs> it sounds stupid um, but I want to. I want to live in like a modern fairy tale house. If you guys Google it, it's like these houses that look like they belong in fairy tales, and they're beautiful. 
They're so beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> Even the way you say beautiful. But I want things like a huge wedding, like a huge wedding where people are like, oh my God, this wedding lasted three days and 24 nights. Like, yes. What? I want, I want the bags and shoes because not the shoes, but the bags over time are investments, especially a Birkin. I want Birkins and I want Birkins that are untouched just so that I can resell them at a higher value years later. Um, because things like assets go up over time. Um, so I want, so I want, I want an extravagant lifestyle, but not really. Like I want the middle between regular and rich, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I understand. And actually, I want to bring up a funny story when you started talking about like Birkin bags. Remember a long time ago, I wanted a Chanel bag. <laughs> and yes. my question to like our friends was, hey, how much does it cost to sell like a lung or a liver? I don't know. No, and the question, they was just like, why? I said, because I want a Chanel bag. That's it. There's no rhyme or reason. Just tell me the price. I want one. And then you responded, oh, are you going to yeah. all your medication in your Chanel bag? I'm like, yes. Yes, I will. Because I would have gotten my bag. I'm going to just be honest, girl. You're going to be dead. <laughs> you're not going to get that Chanel purse. Once they take your lungs, you're gone. That's I'm it. I'm going to be in that casket holding my Chanel bag looking gorgeous. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that money that you got from your lungs, your mom was going to use it for your funeral. You better stop. Mm-mm, she better not. But mama, give me a cheap ass casket. Put my bag in that casket with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Jesus Christ. So with that in mind. Mm-hmm. In this dream life, this fantasy life we're talking about. Yeah. Are you going on adventures? Are you traveling? So this is actually another question that we have to think about when we're thinking about this dream life. So me and me, I am 28. Leandra is 25. And so my dream life would hopefully have started by the time I'm 30. Okay. So I would love to say I traveled before then, but at 30, I think I would like to travel, but it wouldn't be like the no little quintessential, like, let's go to, I don't know, Miami. Let's go to LA. Like, no, I would really like to just travel to odd, like odd places around the world. So like Ireland, for example, I wish I would have done this in college. I never did, but I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to London and it's not just like I want to go you know to party when I just want to go and like live the lifestyle for maybe a week two weeks most right yeah so yes if I travel or if I do adventures it's not going to be anything super crazy like let's go backpacking in these unknown areas and hope we don't die because you know people do that <laughs> but it's mostly like hey let me go traveling but to relax just to live as a local, not to be a tourist. So yeah, just to, it'll be my vacations away from the okay. states. Um, personally, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. 
I want to have all the adventure. I want to have all the travels. I, when I was in my early 20s, I'm 25. So my earlier 20s, I had this dream of traveling around the world and living like the locals for like a week or two and then moving on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. While doing my hobby, one of my hobbies, which is photography, and then maybe turn that into a book or just keeping those photos as memories. I still want to do that. I have this book that I that well, my friend actually bought for me when I was like 18 called Traveling for the Young, Broke and Hungry or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I still have that book. I still want to go to those places and do those activities in that book. Okay. The good thing about my dream lifestyle is for that to happen, I don't want kids. I do not want kids <laughs> at all. <laughs> so I feel like even like once a year over the summers, if I go to like three countries at a time, you keep, you know, because, you know, some continents like Europe, if you keep driving, you know, you'll go from like France to Prague or something like that. You know what I mean? I want that. I want all the excitement, all the adventure, because I never got to have that. I don't know. I've always wanted to travel. I was. I love other cultures, learning about other people. I am a people person in that yes. sense of like I do love to learn from other people, like their traditions, their their culture, like their foods, you know, whatever, <laughs> their history. Okay. I'm like, oh, I'm a sponge. Tell me all. So oddly enough, I wanted to know, like, would you? travel by yourself or would you want to like a companion a friend how would you go about doing your travels i would do it all three ways if i can do it with a companion if i had one um a friend if they want to you know be adventurous with me um i have a feeling that by that time all my friends are gonna have children though <laughs> Um, and, and by myself, cause sometimes traveling by yourself, like you get to go to places or do things that somebody else may be like, no, don't do that. That's stupid. But you kind of really want to do it just to see. But also that goes into, you know, you have to educate yourself on the place you're going, educate yourself on the people, the what's dangerous, what's not dangerous. Like I wouldn't go to dr and just walk around the local life without doing research you know what i'm saying i'll stay at the damn resort if i didn't know what what i was doing over there (laughs) (laughs) like i'm not getting chopped up for parts i'm not getting raped and killed i'm sorry no (laughs) but it's kind of like in new york if you don't know where you're going people gotta take advantage of that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so I but I want to have all of that, all the adventure, all of the everything. Like I want to come back with like, like with uh, what is it called? Trunks of like treasures. I don't know why I think I'm Indiana Jones in my fantasy, but so you're gonna be like what it is. scaling mountains during your adventure, girl? What? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> my big behind night. Who you gonna send me a picture Sasha look at me I'm like girl if you don't hold on to that rope <laughs> exactly you know you never know what happens you know remember the movie Up 
I mean, and the little girl was like, adventure is out there. I mean, I think most people remember up for the grandma dying. Yeah, but the, the grandma, when she was a little girl, told the old man that adventure was out there. And that's why he went to to where he, that, that's why he went on his adventure for his wife. Because she inspired him. True. Well, now that you brought that up, I was actually going to bring this up because you said something very interesting earlier. Mm-hmm. What about your future? Like, do you see yourself being someone's wife? Do you see yourself? I know you said it earlier, but do you see yourself adopting children? Where do you think that's going to come into play? I definitely see myself as someone's wife. I am wifey material. Um, I love myself too much not to be someone's wife. Do I see myself adopting? No. I do not. I, I'm i the type of person where I don't want any children. <laughs> like, no children. I want all my friends to have children so I can, so I can spoil them and leave. <laughs> so I can hype them up with candy and then leave. What? So I can what? give them all the gifts that they want and you know all the special presents and maybe take them on mini vacations like a weekend in like you know Colorado or whatever you know within the states um or like two days in Aspen or blah 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 um, be that cool rich on. and then give them back like I want to spoil them like they're my own and then give them back I'm dead can you imagine here's your kids back people are like we don't want to stay with y'all we want to go with auntie <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, like, your, all of your kids, all of my friends' kids are going to love me. They, they're going to be like, I want auntie time. I'm like, yeah, you do. I mean, I'm all for it, too. Like, with me, fun fact for people who don't know me, I actually don't want to get married. I am okay with being in a partnership with someone, and that's it. Like, we can buy a house, we can get married, we can have kids, we can adopt kids, depending on the age and how, you know, the pregnancy works. Child, having humans suck out your energy is crazy. But, yeah, I, in long term, I don't see myself getting married. I just don't. I feel like I don't need to hold a ceremony to pledge my love for someone and pledge my commitment for someone if the person I'm with is like, no, you have to get married to me or this is over, it, it would have to be over. That means you would never... Really? You had never considered my feelings. It's one of those things where we so, would have... Well, why does it have to be over? Because they want to get married. I, to me, I don't know. To me, there's certain things that I'm adamant about one if if I ever were to get married they would have to take my name or we would have to hyphenate our names I cannot take the other person's name that is a yeah off rip can't tell me nothing so but mm-hmm. um I w- no but I feel like the person that I'm with hopefully would understand my beliefs on that. And right. whoever they are, they either can accept it. I'm like, okay, I understand. Or 
if I know or see myself like going above and beyond for this person, then yeah, I think I would get married. But we have to do other things first. Like we have to make sure we're financially ready. We have to have a house. We have to have all of our fundings correct because weddings are expensive. And like, I don't even want the ceremony. I just want the reception. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, I just want the after party. I don't want the actual I do. Like, yes. you before half of that and have a big ass party somewhere else. Like, imagine, like, saying, sitting there saying, I do. You pay for your wedding dress. You pay to get your makeup done, your hair done. It's hot, depending on if it's, or it's cold. I'm crying. My makeup's getting messed wow. up. I paid $100 or whatever, how much makeup gets, uh, makeup costs. To Wait, why are you crying? Because I'm happy, I guess. I don't know. That's what people do when they at weddings, right? They cry. Oh God. And like, say my significant other start crying. I'm like, oh now nah, I gotta cry too, because I don't want to look horrible because for not crying. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, I can't look like a like an emotionless bitch. Right. <laughs> I gotta cry. Shit, pinch me. <laughs> no, I totally get what you're saying. Um I personally, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just be honest. Like Sasha, what if and this is a huge what if? What if you both are financially together, you both have your dream jobs, you both are living life in a partnership, but he proposes to you, and and you actually think about saying yes. Uh, well, I guess I gotta get married. Oh my God. You're the only person in the world, the only woman in the world that I know. Well, that I know. I don't know everybody in the world. But you're the only woman I know who's like, guess I gotta get married if he really loves me. Ooh. <laughs> you think it's not <laughs> horrible? That's how you sound. No. I mean, it's, this is one of those topics we definitely need to revisit in later podcasts because it's just so interesting to hear everyone's perspective on marriage. I think I am also the only one uh, like of my friend group that's just like I don't want to get married and everyone else is like girl you weird that's strange oh no but yeah you're not weird yeah. for not wanting marriage because there are people who don't want marriage I mean no it's just it's very unusual it's unusual and people it's not readily acceptable in society most people are like this one of those things is ideal like marriage is a goal technically quote unquote well, in my mind, listen, if, in my mind, if we're dating and this is like future love, like if we're dating and after two years, you don't even think about having the marriage question with me, what are we doing? Um, because there was a study shown that I read, I read this one time, there was a study shown that people who date for two years have more of a chance of having a long lasting marriage than people who date for five or more years. Mm, why is that? It's because it's like, basically, it's the concept of like, if you really, it's like, it's really the concept of like, if you really want each other for the rest of your lives, you're, you're going to do it. Is that, but it's like the longer you wait, the longer, the less likely you are to get married. And if you do get married, the marriage might not last. Yes. Don't quote me on that. Um, I don't want someone to come back like, you were wrong. Like, <laughs> gave us false information on this podcast. False information. You're stupid. Like, I don't want y'all coming back. But that's something I kind of read one time. And so it is interesting. But back to our ideal lives. 
Where do you want to live? Where in the world do you want to live? Uh, I actually don't know because most of my life I have grew up in New York. So I'm very much a New Yorker at heart. I lived right. in PA for a bit, but I live in like the booniest of boonies and I didn't have a car. It snowed all the time. Lord have mercy. Low key was racist. We're not going to get into that. High key was racist, but we're not going to get into that. But I see, I I do want to see myself living in like a suburban area. Uh, I'm also very paranoid. So certain locations look like horror films and people die. Uh, so I'm very much like, <laughs> I can see your face now just like, what are you talking about? But it's true. Um, people die and I don't like want to risk that in my future. So probably... <laughs> probably I would hope I would live in Brooklyn but have property in other areas why are you laughing do you know how that sounds I don't want to live anywhere I can die but Brooklyn sounds nice <laughs> girl because I'm Brooklyn I grew up in Brooklyn Brooklyn's not scary to me now if I ever said Sasha I mean Leandra no it really isn't scary but it's just funny because I know there are people there will be people listening like this girl really said, I don't want to live anywhere scary. Then tell us how she's going to move to Brooklyn. <laughs> now, do you want to live in the gentrified Brooklyn? Or do you want to live like the old school, this is how it is Brooklyn? Nah, I miss the old school, this is how it is Brooklyn. I get more scared looking at the white people now. I'm just like, oh, oh. Y'all over here, what y'all doing? Can y'all stop? Y'all got to call the cops on me. Uh-uh, we don't need that type of energy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I caught you on guard with that one. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. Oh my goodness. No, I definitely, I always wanted to have like, like this place where I live in where it's like renovated from like a warehouse or like a firehouse mm-hmm. or like uh, buildings that weren't meant to be homes turned into homes. I'm really mm-hmm. into that. Um, I know I brought up this before and you've looked at me like I was stupid, but I... I'm I'm a weird listen. I'm a weird eclectic girl. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised in New York, but I've always been weird. I've always been fascinated by like things that are, like are not. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Oh my god! But I I want to move to California and live on a renovated bus. I want to live, and I I do, and I kind of like if especially if I do freelance makeup make part you know part of it my you know my makeup studio for you know weddings and you know little things stuff is probably like oh my god this stupid no, idiot first off you said a van so my behind was like she's going to live in a little white van that they use to kidnap kids no i want I, I well so it was a van but a renovated van is just as nice if you do it right but mm-hmm. I, I, I upgraded it to a bus um just because of the fact that i like space um, even if I don't need it, I like it. I want it, mm-hmm. which is which is why I I kind of want a big house, but well, not like too big, because I just like space. I like having it. I like yeah. having space. But I want to know what it feels like, you know, to sleep by the beach and and not pay rent for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I want to know what it feels like to not pay rent. <laughs> no, that's that was the biggest. Thing. But see, to me, I I hope you achieve your dream of living in your little renovated. Let's make it a bus. Don't make it a van. Make it a bus first. I off. said a bus. 
But what that's a short term goal. Though. Yeah, that's more of a short term yeah. goal. But what most people when they do that, they the biggest thing is to save money for rent and to save money in general. Right. But it costs a lot of money to renovate it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I'm not I'm not sitting here like, oh, like once I save money and it's rent, I'm never gonna spend that money on the van. Like I need maintenance check. Oh, I mean the bus. Cause I'm gonna need maintenance check. Um, if something breaks, obviously I have to fix it because it's my home. But if I can like get some money saved up and like maybe start out with a renovated van and then upgrade to a bus. And then, you know, work into an apartment I can afford. Um, (laughs) But that's more of a short-term goal because I want to do that, like, that's kind of like one of those things you do while you're young in my mind. That's Mm -hmm. that's one of those things that you, like, tell, like, your nieces and nephews about. Or if you want kids, you tell your kids about and be like, hey, listen, I did something crazy, too. I lived in a van. I lived in a bus. And guess what? I saved lots of money on rent until I can afford my own place. Um, I was a, a freelance makeup artist while I did this, and I, or I was under contract building my own business while I did this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, like so. Just yeah. one, this is one of those things that, like, I kind of want to do it now. <laughs> we got a whole global pandemic, don't you dare! I know because then I have to like get someone to help me build a bed in the van. Blah blah blah. Yeah, which one of your friends is going to help you? Which one of us is coordinated enough to help you? I'm going to hire somebody. I don't trust none of y'all with my home. First off. With my van off, home. I'm mad you just said you don't trust us. It wasn't like, nah, you guys, no. No, I don't trust y'all to build anything because I don't trust myself to build anything. And I feel like, I feel like I want it done really properly, to be honest. I want it done by like a professional builder. Who knows? Who knows how to put shit together? I'm feeling offended. Even if I have the bed delivered to like my house and they're like, where do you want us to set up the bed? I'm like, in that van. <laughs> And then watch as they're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, interesting, yeah. I'm dead. Can't do that, ma'am, but. But oddly enough, this is actually a good time to purchase vehicles because the rates and insurance are extremely low. So let's go do the stock market, make lots of money. Because it's actually a good time to get into stocks right now because, you know, when there's a. Uh, there's crises occurring in the world. Mm-hmm. Starks plummet, but then yeah. they raise up again. Yeah, they become super cheap to, pur- to like purchase or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when they go back up, you're like making money again. Yeah, so there we go. You can live that dream, girl. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I trust stocks. Like. I know people make their living off of it and their livelihood and stuff, and I get that. Good for you if you do. I don't know if I trust it. I'm going to be real honest. I don't know if I trust stocks, the stock market, or my own judgment of that because I don't have the best of luck. True. With anything. True. And when I say that, I mean I am the most accident-prone, clumsy, absent-minded person you will ever meet and it is sad because i am a grown woman (laughs) it is so sad 
I mean, you're uniquely Guys, you. there was a time that I fell down the stairs trying to get Chinese food and broke my arm. Like, that's my life. That's the life I live. So, I don't know if I trust myself with the stock market. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's numbers. Worst case scenario, you just lose, I a, lose like a billion dollars. <laughs> that I don't have. Can you imagine? Tasha, I need money. How much you need? A million dollars? Ha ha! <laughs> Real quick, this is... Exactly. And, and you know my backup plan is to ask your ass for money. So why are you wanting me to get into this? <laughs> because I really do think you're capable. You, you But you also... You right. You right. You, 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 girl, if you lost money, I think I would cry. <laughs> If I lost money, I think I would cry. Because it's money that you... And then if you don't take it out in time, you won't get as much money as you could have gotten. True. True, true, true. Or if you... You know what I mean? Like, get in Or if you take it out too early, you lose all of your money. Or people think you're doing inside trading and they put you in jail. You can't go to jail. Yeah, and and listen, I'm not built for the justice system, okay? I'm a black woman... I will not get a slap on the wrist like these white people get, okay? I am going to get, like, hard time, orange is the new black type of time. I'm going to be in a maximum prison. I'm not going to be in a cushy, like, golf club prison where the rich people get to, like, get lobster and crab or whatever the fuck that happens in um, the white prison system for white-collar crime. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get blue-collar crime time. Like, I know this. I'm not built for that. I would become someone's bitch. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds so bad, but I would need protection and I, I can't fight like that. I, I, I can't fight and I can't get shaked in my sleep. That means I can never get a good night's sleep. And that means like that's 10 to 20 years of never getting a good night's sleep. You can go mental like that. All right. I'm going I'm to need to get a girlfriend in prison. <laughs> meaning, meaning I'm going to have to do favors for protection. Meaning I'm going to have to just like, I'm sorry, like, body, I'm sorry I'm betraying you. Like, this is what we got to do to survive. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I'd rather just keep my behind over here and make money the legal way <laughs> and not get into stocks. Well, you know, actually, that's going to bring up a funny question. Did you ever think you would get in trouble to the point you would either end up in jail or prison? No, because I'm smart. I'm dead. Like, you never did anything. You're just like, oh, my God, if this goes wrong, that's it. My life is over. No. There was a time when I was younger, though, I got a thrill from, like, stealing things from, like, the corner store when I was in, like, middle school. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a mini klepto. I was, and um, I don't know what it was. I, I, it's like the rush. It was like such a rush. <laughs> this sounds so bad. This is not my dream life, by the way, guys. <laughs> this is something ratchet I did when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm a good person. <laughs> I just gotta put that out there. I gotta let y'all know. I'm still a good person. <laughs> but um, I remember it was like a bunch of us, we stole a bunch of candy. And I think that corner store, like, was we're the reason why that corner store got security cameras, to be honest. So the next year I came back, they had, like, security cameras. Leandra. 
Listen, I did it one time. I know people who did it more than once. That's and the worst part is I had money. Like I, I had money my mom gave me, and I still decided to like steal. Mm-hmm. Did I feel bad? I did not feel bad about it. I truly did not feel bad, and that's how I know that. I'm lucky that I was just like, nah, let me not do some work because I truly did not feel bad for it. Um, because <laughs> it was candy. <laughs> I don't think I ever did either. I'm pretty like straight laced with certain aspects. You know me. You're like Sasha. We're about to do a crime. Cool. I can't know about it because I will snitch. Like, <laughs> that's me now <laughs> see I told you see yeah, you want to rob a bank no we're gonna do it okay when police comes to your house so Miss Pearson um did you know these people gonna rob a bank yup yup they told me at this time during this day mm-hmm. I you don't need their care. numbers I got protection. their addresses you know what their mama number too hold on I got you boss the <laughs> that's me now because I again I don't trust my uh, my person with the justice system especially at this point in time in this social climate I just I just can't do it you know people are are like get on us y'all said y'all snitch but why are we being put in predicaments where we have to snitch like I don't understand this this is not right But no, um, back in my youth, my youth, back in my youth. Oh my God. Remember guys, she's only 28. She's not that old. <laughs> oh, when your knees stop buckling and you hear the pop pop, you old. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, when I was in college, I, that was one of the things, like, I never thought I would go to jail or go to prison or anything. But I remember one time I was like, man, I'm gonna have to punch this dude in his face at a club because <laughs> you know all my friends in college they were like oh they're very sweet little sweet white girls um they didn't really know how to defend themselves at least i didn't think they knew how to defend themselves and so i was always like the you know tough girl let me handle whatever and this guy was really just trying to press up on all of them and like to the point where i'm just like yo if push come to shove decking this dude you know, I can't do that. I went to school in PA, predominantly white school. And yeah, I, I that would have been it. Then I'm like, Sasha, you know, I understand it's your last year, but, but what you can still be locked up in prison, uh, jail cell for like a day or two. And I don't need that energy. I don't need that in my life. I'm a good girl. I'm a good girl. <laughs> That's what they all say. I didn't do it. I swear. I didn't do it. That's what they all say. Mm-hmm. It's true. But me, I mean it. Like, I'm innocent. I'm gonna need y'all to not. Like, I'm not trying to go down for nothing. All right. So we have at least five to four minutes left. Let's do three random questions. <laughs> I got the random questions coming. Sorry. <laughs> all right these can be any questions guys be prepared for our deep behind answers all right you ready i'm ready i'm with it all right leandra when do you come to me for help instead of your other friends oh really okay it's like right <laughs> it's like right <laughs> off the jump damn 
Um, I come to you help for practical. It's more practical things. Um, like there was a point in my time where I did not know how to budget my money, and I was always like, remember that? Like my paycheck, my paychecks were always leaving my account, <laughs> and I didn't know how. I was spending the money, guys. That's how. That's how I was spending the money, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to spend responsibly. And you finally told me how to budget my money better. And now because of you, I know how to like budget things better. I know like watch out for this date because this is when this is due. Um, you know, I come to you for practical emotional help, Aww. and that means like. Things I have control over. Like, if I don't have a control over the situation, I'm probably going to go to my wild friends so I can get wild answers. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but if it's, like, something like, okay, like, this is something I might be able to, like, know what to do or might be able to, like, do something about, let me go to Sasha. Because she's going to give me something that's, like, not going to ruin my life, number one. Number two, it's going to be something that's, like, okay, that's logical. Mm-hmm. So that's when I come to you. Okay. How about you? Uh, with you, I come to you with about advice where, how do I say this? When I need to be strong, I need to be able to stand up for myself more. I'm very much like a go with the flow. You know, I'm not going to let anything bother me. I'm just going to keep going, doing this up there. And you're just like, yeah, nah, you need to stop letting this happen. It's not okay. This up there, I remember, like, I always tell the story because I think it's so funny. Like, I don't cry a lot. And whenever, I feel like whenever I do try to cry to somebody, they do something and it like shocks me. So I stop crying. I'm like, oh my God. So I was at work one day and I remember my boss yelled at me for not being able to perform well. And I was like, I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm always performing while I'm doing all these extra hours. What do you want from me? Give me a raise. And I was crying in the office and Leandra came in. I was like, I need a new job. And while I'm crying, she took a cookie from a bag and shoved it into my mouth. <laughs> and I just sat there like, whoa, whoa. I ate the cookie. She's like, you feel better? I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because I was just like, oh my God, you okay, Sasha? And you started busting out crying. You're like, close the door. I'm like, okay, okay. And I was like, damn, I don't know. Like there's nothing, I really felt helpless because there's nothing I could really do. I felt like I really can't do nothing to help you. I was like, but I got cookies. I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, it worked. I, thought, I was stunned. I was like, oh, oh. It made me feel so good, though. It was a, what was it? It was a good cookie, too. It was a fancy cookie. I know it was a good cookie. I wouldn't give you no nasty cookie. I said fancy. It was fancy. It, it, it was from Walgreens. <laughs> but it was a fancy Walgreens cookie. I was like, oh. Oh, these are these are cookies made for treats. Like, oh, I'm gonna feel like a bougie bitch today. Let me get this type of cookie. It wasn't Oreos. It wasn't Chipotle. It was nice. Got that good packaging too. It was like it was like the Walgreens Nice brand cookies. That's right. And, but it was like the salted caramel cream cookie thing. It delicious. was really good. It was delicious. But yeah. All right. Uh, next yeah. random question. Um. Ooh, I like this one. 
In what ways is our outlook on sexuality similar and different? <laughs> when you say sexuality, do you mean like the gender you like or your own sexuality of like how you put yourself out there sexually? Ooh. Let's do the last one of how we okay. put ourselves out. So we're like in the sense of we don't. Um, at all, right? <laughs> Put ourselves out there. <laughs> That's how we're we're like we we really like do not at all. We're just like, okay, well, I mean, I'm an innocent little cupcake. Right, we're all just flowers. We're angels. And then, like, secretly, we'll be like, yo, when, when we get men, this is what we want to do. <laughs> Death. So we're we're like in that sense of like, you know, the things we, we know we're not outwardly sexual in that way, but there are a couple of things that, you know, when we're in a committed long term relationship, we would like to experience. We're different in a sense of <laughs> I feel like I don't know, I don't feel like we're really that different when it comes to how we express ourselves sexually. I think, at least with me, I think you are more confident within your whole, like, your sexiness. To me, it took me maybe this summer to really be like, yo, (laughs) I'm a snack. There's a difference between, like, saying it every day and then feeling it. You, girl, you would just be like, hey, yo, look at me. I look good. I look bomb. Even though you don't put yourself out there sexually, confidence in your confidence in yourself is what is attractive and sexy to people. And I think you you do that so well. It not a lot, not a lack of trying. I swear, lack of trying and years of telling yourself that you are good good looking, you are good enough. Um. And I tell everybody this, and it sounds so, like, I guess, cliche. Like, oh, this person really is my role model. Blah, blah, blah. I was already a confident person. When was it? Like, a few years ago, whatever. I was already confident. But I discovered Lizzo. <laughs> and my confidence went through the roof. I was like, ooh, so I was right this whole time. I am good looking and attractive. Like, she just told me. She just confirmed. She made me realize and then we went to the Lizzo concert and I was just like, she's my queen. She's my everything. I follow her on all the social medias, <laughs> which is Instagram. I just follow her on Instagram. I don't really follow people on Facebook like that or like TikTok. But I don't know. And she's like always been like my inspiration for self-love even the days where I'm like oh my god I look horrible or like I'm like obviously I'm not good enough because no one's trying to be in my DMs um you know I listened to a little listen I was like you know what I am that bitch I I'm all that um but I will say Sasha you do have a self-confidence and I don't even think you realize it because when we're together even though you're like it took it just took you to like the summer to realize that you are attractive and that you have value and worth and and you know in your appearance. With me, you were always like, "Yes, 
we're that bitch. <laughs> so you do have that confidence. And I, I honestly personally think even if to you it felt fake, it seemed real. And that's what's more important. If that makes sense. No, no, it's true. Because like everyone goes to those days when it's just like, like the one thing I will always say is I'm not conventionally like hot. I'm not hot by this standards, but I am cute AF. No one can tell me nothing. If someone's like, you're not cute. I'm like, ha you're blind. Go stab your eyes out. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Ah, Cause I always like one, another thing that always was a thing with me was femininity. And to me, you're very feminine. You have your, even when you're not wearing makeup, the way you hold yourself, you're very, very feminine. I feel like I'm very much, I don't want to say masculine, but I do hold myself in a very like, uh, androgynous sense. In fact that like, I love to wear my little button down shirts, my sweaters, my pants, my big old boots, you know, my hair. It wasn't until recently that I even started because of the field that I work in, started wearing earrings. Okay. And so that's what also played into the factor. I was just like, oh, everyone wants a real feminine girl. They want a real cutesy girl. They want a girl that, like, like is a girl. But now I'm just like, hey, if you don't like me, my button-down shirts and my sweaters, ooh, boo-boo, you missing out. It's going to take an extra layer to take them off, you know, extra time, extra energy, but it's like you're unwrapping a gift. You're unwrapping this package and it's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like a Shrek when he was like, onions have layers, ogres have layers. (laughs) Damn. I'm not calling you an ogre. I'm just saying the analogy is there. I'm over here like, I'm going to feel beautiful. Well, ogres have layers too. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All right. Last random question before we sign off. All right. So I think this question is very fitting for the last one. What does my future look like? So what do you think my future looks like? What do I think your future looks like? So I think your your future looks very successful, to be honest with you. You are very hardworking. You're very smart. You, like I say, you're very logical. So you make decisions that are like, okay, what's best for not just right now, but, you know, future-wise, Personally, um, what you want to do and what I think you should do are two different things. <laughs> I told you this before, and I'll tell everybody here. I think she needs to be a literary agent. She is so passionate about stories. And, you know, you mentioned previously earlier in the episode that you want to hear more, you know, LGBT, queer, black, minority, you know, black, you know, Hispanic minority. I don't know why I had to re-say that, sorry. <laughs> Um, stories. You want to hear stories from the people who don't usually get a voice, and you're very passionate when it comes to stories. The quality of the story, um, even if it's like fantasy, the world building, the you know if they have powers, like what power they have, how they use it. You're really into that stuff, and I feel like you can sell the hell out of a book. I don't know why you don't think so. Maybe it's because you don't feel like you have the people skills. I don't know, but. You do. First of all, you do. Second of all, I, I truly feel like you have the 
the skills to be a really good literary agent. And I always joke that, you know, I want you to become a literary, literary agent so you can see the book that you pitch to somebody, turn, you know, the good book that you get pitched to somebody um, gets turned into like a shitty movie adaption. <laughs> um, so in those terms, I feel like I can really see you doing that. Um, to be honest with you, I see you with kids. I don't know why. I do see you with kids. Uh, little humans, little parasites sucking out my nutrients and breaking my hips. Oh my god, please don't say that. Ooh, sorry. Too soon, too soon. Oh my goodness. My kids can never like, listen to the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, that is what I see your future being like. Just you just living your living your best life because you you make that paper. Mm. I see you making money because I want all my friends to make money. That's why. Speak that into existence. Throw it out there. Yes. But thank you, Alejandra. And honestly, you are. with you, I always seen you having a bright future. And one of the things you pointed out is like, you're struggling. You struggle a lot. But these struggles, <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> these struggles are going to make you stronger is making you wiser with how you are moving to your future you're going to be an entrepreneur that's just how you are you're very much passionate you have that drive you are always thinking of new ways to continuously promote you as a brand and promote everything else as brands as well so i've never felt that you would would never be successful it just takes everyone a little bit more time one thing i do feel like you will be excuse me is you are very you are family oriented and I appreciate that you look after your mom you take care of your friends extremely well so even if you do not have kids and let's say I do I feel like no matter what I can trust in the fact that my kids would be fine with their auntie Leandra and when they'd be like, hey, mom, we want to go with auntie. Sure. Go ahead. I can just toss them aside yes, and let them go. Yeah, auntie Leandra. Like, that's go, what I want. Go hang out with her. I'm like, Leandra, take them. <laughs> take them, please. Because my kids don't know like, how I am. Oh, Lord. Take them. Take them. But you, you're going to do well. You're, I can see your future being extremely bright, extremely successful. And I can also oddly enough see your future being very whimsical very happy very like you know how people describe things in colors i can see yours being very bright yellow very bright pink just colors of pure joy and i can see you getting your like fantasy house your fantasy wedding everything that you speak of and of course rich are you gonna be rich Yes, I was waiting for that part. And rich. <laughs> I didn't care about anything else. I was waiting for you to say rich. <laughs> Imagine, uh-huh, girl, uh-huh, speed it up, speed it up, and rich. Yes, <laughs> that's what we were waiting for. I'm dead. All right, guys, this has been the first episode of Black and Bougie. I am Leandra. And I'm Sasha. Have a good one. Deuces.